Welcome to the Aftershock Central Podcast. With Martin and Ronnie. Hello, Ronnie. Hello. You uh you have switched places with Travis this week. As in coming back to my own podcast, yes. <laughs> you are back and he is gone. Yep. Maybe that's kinda I, what we do. Are you guys the same person? Uh, we've never, oh wait, we might have been in the same place at the same time before, <laughs> yes, and there might be days. a picture. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes, you have. Very good. It's good to have you back, Ronnie. I mean, you were on the last episode. Yeah. But like, back talking books. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's crazy around here at this time, so. I'm sure it is. For, for people that don't know, Ronnie's getting married in a couple weeks. Yep. So, uh, it's very exciting. Yep. Are you excited? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but like the last couple of days with uh, scheduling stuff. Sure. And uh, people not following through. So I had to get a little bad reception on a couple of people. Oh, snap. Yeah. I hear you. Well, uh, this will brighten up your day because this episode brought to you by Gods and Gears. <laughs> <laughs> but Martin, that's not an Aftershock comic That's an Alterna comic Why, yes it is But I love Ryan Wynn So we're making all the shows be sponsored by Gods and Gears <laughs> Go buy Gods and Gears It's a dollar fifty. What's wrong with you? You're telling me you don't want to spend a dollar fifty on a comic? Well, shame on you Godsandgears.com Out today Go get it right now Tell your shop you want 20 of them all right, that's it. That's my pitch. I hope Joe doesn't get mad. He's going to be like, what's happening? If he does, then he can just take it out on Aaron at uh, NYCC this weekend. Oh, that's this weekend. Oh, man. Yep. I don't even know what day it is. Does it matter, really? It doesn't matter. You're right. All that matters is that we have some new comics to talk about. So uh, let's get on to that, shall we? Let's do it. You, uh, you are returning guest. Where would you like to begin? <laughs> Returning guest. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, Knights Temporal. All right, Knights Temporal. Written by Cullen Bunn with art by Fran Galan. Letters by Dave Sharp. So uh, tell me about Knights Temporal. This, uh, you and Travis might have talked about this as the previous issues. But this is what Eternal Warrior should be. In my opinion. Oh, snap. I didn't even think about that. Did we talk about that? I don't know. We should have. If I'm, if I'm not on the show, I don't listen. Shame on you. <laughs> I'm, I'm on kidding. the show and I don't listen. <laughs> well, that's understandable. Cause... <laughs> no, but like uh, we get to find out that um, August, is that right? Yes. Is like almost omnipresent in this book. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's everywhere all at once and we get to see um the john wick version of him come out at the end the john wick version i just watched uh john wick 3 again yeah it's even better the second time yeah yeah it's really good and i think i think like most of uh call on stuff when questions get answered more questions pop up this feels like uh, a very different Cullen Bunn book. Uh, I, I do know he likes to play around with some of these themes and stuff, but it just 
it feels so different. Uh, the the core concept, like you mentioned, is that this guy basically exists in all times at the same time. And that kind of explains some of the flashbacks that we've seen in the first couple issues. Uh, it explains some of the other things that weren't really touched upon, like when he healed his arm. Uh, that's explicitly mentioned here. Um, it's almost like, uh, kind of like Spawn-like. Except yeah. maybe without a, a limit to the power set. We don't really know what that is yet. Um, but he when he can heal himself whenever he wants. But when he does that, he actually takes away some of the life force from a previous or a future incarnation of himself. Or an alternate version. Yes, or an alternate version. Yeah. And that's what this John Wick August is uh, trying to stop, maybe. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the one that has broken out of the matrix uh, to continue with uh, what, what's his name? Oh man, I forgot his name. Keanu Reeves to continue with the <laughs> Keanu Reeves themes. Uh, he does have the hair for sure. Uh, yeah, he uh, he has broken out of the matrix and he is trying to stop his alternate selves from continuing to play whatever this game is. So that brings to me to. If he's doing that, then is he really good then? Because if he's killing his other selves, then wouldn't he get the life force from them? I mean, in the immortal words, there can be only one. Well, right. So as he's killing other ones, then he's making himself stronger. Yes. He is making himself stronger, but at the same time, he no longer has to play this game. Right? Because right now, August is trapped by whatever pact he made with uh, the Cthulhu monster. I don't know. We don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, some mysterious alien, old god thing, demon thing. Yep. Uh, that's in yep. the background. And, uh, yep. and yeah, sure, maybe he's bad because he's killing all these people and making himself stronger. But at the same time, like, he is no longer part of the game. So, in that sense, does that really make him a bad person if he's helping himself free himself from this illusion right no i'm with you and it's like uh like the one that we're following we don't like uh the alien person said that you shouldn't ask questions because you've never asked questions before you're just doing you know you're supposed to set out and do the task and not ask questions yes and then all of a sudden he he wakes up or you know his inner waking and starts questioning everything then. Yeah, and uh, and the girl that they have with them even brings that up. They're like, you, did you ever find out like why Caspar or Gaspard is like trying to stop you? Yeah, and he just like looks at the the other girl and she's like, "Are you serious? You never bothered to ask like why this is happening? Right? Uh, this should be the first thing you want to know." Yeah. yeah, that's the most common question. Yeah. in this scenario. Uh, and that's that's why he goes to meet with this guy who gets possessed by the Cthulhu monster. It's probably not even a Cthulhu monster. I'm just saying right. that because I'm I, I'm sure Cullen loves Lovecraft anyway. But yep. uh, yeah, that whole thing was interesting. And well, then, of course he does. Because have you seen his new yes. personal logo? Yes, 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 yes. It's a haunted mansion with the Cthulhu monster tentacles around it. Yeah, so. it's awesome. Um, also, the fact that we get in this issue that Gaspard isn't maybe the bad guy. 
Um, I think that's something that we've mentioned in previous issues, uh, but there was no real proof to it. Now it's being told to us. How much of that we can trust, I don't really know, Ronnie, to be honest with you. Because yeah. it's very obvious that August is not a, a reliable narrator. Right. Uh, he doesn't know his own story, so why should we believe anything anybody else tells him, right? If he's yeah. being forced to play this game, everything that he's told is a lie, so everything that we know is a lie. Right. Um, but I got that inkling previously, I think at the end of the last issue, right, when August shows up and Gaspard puts him in the, in the dungeon. Yeah. Uh, it seemed to me like surely there's a reason why we haven't really seen Gaspard do anything. Uh, and I think that reason is because Gaspard is not the bad guy. Yeah. Or he's perceived as, but we don't know that for sure. Carrie, I think's her name. Yes. Um, so we're kind of in her position. Like we have no idea who to trust, whose story's true, and why we're all here. Mm-hmm. Just like her. Yes. Yes, and maybe maybe Gaspard is like the what was the guy's name in Spawn? Cagliostro. Yep. Uh, he's like that guy, you know. He's trying to teach him how to use his abilities and and learn to control this weird time hop thing. Yeah. Um, which I think, let me tell you, if this book was like a forty page book, I know that's probably impossible to do in comics anymore, um, especially a smaller publisher like Alterna. But if this was like aftershock, or like uh, like aftershock, sorry, I'm still stuck on our sponsor, Gods and Gears. Go check that out. Uh, get it from your comic shop or the alternative website. But well, but, but before you go on though, um, it's is it really because the OGNs that we get are like sixty pages? But that's an OGN. I'm talking about like a monthly issue. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but there's so much like cool stuff that could be done graphically, right, within the art. On, oh yeah, on this whole thing, and there's there's definitely a lot of it that we're getting when we see these time hops. Um, but it, man, I don't know. Like this, of all the books that Cullen's done, at least for Aftershock, this is one that I feel would look awesome on TV, right? Either as a movie or a TV show, or whatever, uh, an anime if you're into anime. Uh, but it it feels so visual, uh, in particular to the relation of these time hops, uh, that I would want to see that outside of just a page. All right, uh, and that, maybe that's just me. No, I I agree. I just there's other visuals that I think I'd want to see first that would enhance the book itself. Sure, like uh, Unholy Grail, for example. Right. That would that would look amazing. Live action style, I think. And I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't look amazing. I'm just saying, like these the time hop sequences. No, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. I'm yeah. with you. Seeing those animated would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe they could put a QR code in here so I can see them animated. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Somebody else does that. Uh, anyways, yeah, I really dug it. It uh, it didn't have. It felt like a much quicker read than the previous two issues. Um, because I think there were a lot more pages here where there was next to no lot dialogue. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I think in terms of advancing the story, I think this one above the previous two, uh, really has set the story forward, uh, where we're trying to starting to pick up the pieces, I think. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You since see what I did there? Yeah. Since yeah. he goes in and it's fractured throughout time and space. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, you got it. 
You got it. What else you got on this book? Um, just uh, the ending is the perfect ending of this issue, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, our quote-unquote hero is in peril, and our uh, damsel or strong woman figure is left helpless. So it kind of makes you want the other issue to come out quick. Yeah. Like going back to where you you were saying about being in a show, this would be the perfect ending to like episode three. Mm. And this is like issue three because we know obviously things aren't going to, well, we don't know that because Colin likes to throw curveballs in there, but because by issue four, maybe the John Wick August takes over the MB, the main person of the book. Right. So, you know, questions are answered, but more questions arise. Yes. Uh, question about Jane. She's yep. been kind of uh, interesting throughout the series, right? She She's moving him forward, but only tells him enough for him to get to the next spot. Like, she, yep. she never really reveals any information. And, and obviously she knows a whole lot more than she lets on. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is not the first time we saw her kind of get knocked out. Do you think she's kind of like the guy that's channeling this entity that August made a deal with? Um, where she's also possessed by one of this, these demon things? Uh, or is she something else? Uh, I, I don't know if she's possessed, but she's... I get the feeling that she's definitely working for her because like you said, she's not giving out too much information mm-hmm. because his job's not supposed to ask questions about it. Right. You know, it's just go from point A to point B and be done with it. Yeah. And so she's just telling him enough to, for him to get the job done and that's it. Cool. All right. Let's wrap this one up then, Ronnie. Give me a score. I'm going straight four out of five on this one. You know, since you're back, I'm not going to give it a score. Yeah, I I figured. <laughs> no, I'll give it a four out of five. Uh, so that would be a usual Martin. Big thumbs up. Yes, I threw you a curveball. Yep. Uh, that means that next time we'll be talking about Bad Reception number two, written by Wando, art by Wando, letters by Wando, colors by Wando, cover by yeah. Wando. It's the Wando Show. Episode title. All right. We did it. <laughs> the show is not over because we found their title. Yep. Um, this, uh, yeah, so this issue picks up obviously from directly from the, the ending of the last one. Uh, I, I actually, I dug this quite a bit because I think one of the, I don't want to say issues because that's probably not fair. Uh, cause I, I really enjoy the first one, but it seemed like the story moved along a lot faster in this issue than in the first one, right? Because in the first one, you had to set up the premise, you had mm-hmm. to set up the characters, you had to set up the history and relationship between the characters, you had to set up the whole thing about no phones and the wedding and the social media influence. Um, this one, you don't get any of that, right? You're flown right into the wedding, yep. and uh, you you kind of have a lot of person-to-person interaction into how they feel about the stuff that we learned in the first one. So how these people feel about each other, how they use each other, because they're still, even though there's no phones, no social media at this island, they still want to 
progress themselves in that medium. Um, yep. And, you know, you, you kind of see them more as people. And some of these people are multidimensional and some of them are not. Like the agent and the dad, for example. Yeah. Uh, they seem very one-dimensional. Uh, even though they have, you know, interesting motivations for what why they're doing what they're doing, uh, they don't they don't have a focus outside of anything else, right? They're just here to appease Gaia, um, and so they're kind of playing a part. Yep. Whereas, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, I think all of them, maybe except for the actress, the two bit actress lady. Yeah, Gaia. No, not uh, Gaia. The, Gaia's the, the bride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, seem more one-dimensional, but she's like the only one that really. She's only she's there for moral support or better reasons, I guess. Sure. Because she has nothing to gain from being there, really. Right. She's just there because she's friends of Gaia's, and yeah. like, she's already. She mentioned here she already cut all her sort of media off anyway, so she doesn't care about any of that stuff. Um, yeah, that's true. I uh, I still like uh, the the fighter though. Like he seems, yeah. he seems pretty genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like he, I mean, he's, he's pretty straightforward. Yeah, he's having a good time. His, his spoken on the other hand. Mm. Every word is spoken out of his mouth. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I, I do see what you're saying, and uh, I don't disagree, but uh, I do think Gaia seems more interesting in this issue than she did in the first one, uh, when she's not focusing on just getting more social media followers. Um, and the the fighter guy's girlfriend is the total opposite, right? Like, that's all she still yeah. cares about. Yeah. Right? She makes a lot of jokes about, oh, well, you know, you 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 can lose more followers in a day than I have in my entire life, uh, right. and it wouldn't make a difference to you because uh, she, she's uh, only got thirty five million as opposed to seven hundred and fifty million through five accounts. Yeah, yeah. through five accounts. Yeah, because I mean, and that's why her agent's there too, right? Like, because she was like, "I'm not even going to talk to you if you don't have a million with one account or whatever." Uh, yeah, hundred million on one account. A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. Right, but like, like the fighter guy, he's there to impress his girlfriend, basically. Sure. Or to help her out. But at the same time, like he doesn't want this to be about that, right? Like maybe the experience can help her afterwards. Uh, but like he doesn't know that she's going up to the the agent and trying to get her to be no. her agent, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just there to party and have a good time, yeah, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to throw this out there because I think I, – I've thought about this in the first issue, but I don't know if we explicitly talked about it. Uh, we might have. I think maybe Travis brought it up. Uh, but I, I'm still like pretty sure that Blaze, the uh, fiancé, now husband, uh, uh-huh. has maybe set some of this stuff up. And I'm, I'm not entirely unconvinced that – He's got something to do with this killer roaming around the island. Um, there's yeah, been, I'm with you. There's no proof of that. I don't think that we've seen. Uh, no. He seems pretty legit when we see him, but at the same time, he is the what the one that wrote this book about getting off social media, and he's marrying like 
the person with the most followers in the entire world. That seems really yeah. weird, right? Yeah, yeah. And the most opposite of whatever he is. Exactly, exactly. And and obviously, like he would have to have a social media presence in order to market his book. Right. Right. So that's counter as well. Uh, everyone on this island is an influencer, an influencer of some sort. Uh, obviously, not including the agent. She just deals with those people, and not including yep. the dad, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yep. Uh, but everybody else is. Yeah, I think, I think he's a hypocrite actually, because I do think that he has social media for uh, those reasons, like to promote his book or you know whatever. And I just got the feeling like. Because he, how else would he have like researched this island, right? You know, or saw things, and maybe this is one of those game hunting, rich people <laughs> islands, you know? Yeah. And before we go on to the dad part, I still think that guy's uh, thunderbolt earring because mm-hmm. it's prominent everywhere, like when she's in panel has is a key somehow Mm. you think uh it's like a recording device uh i don't know but like there's usually dull colors when it's on panel and it's and it's bright yellow like it's supposed to stand out type thing Mm. maybe that's just me seeing that and seeing something into it i don't know but yeah that's interesting i hadn't thought about that at all but could be but then uh, back to the other thing like Who's the first person that you think of would be the husband, right? Yes. Yes. So when, when you have a murder investigation, it's always the spouse. Yep. It's always the spouse. And I know that because my uh, fiance, soon to be wife, watches ID a lot. <laughs> well, my wife no longer watches TV. She only listens to true crime documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't introduced her to the True Crime Podcast yet, but, you know. Well, be careful, because then that's all she'll do. Yeah. Uh, until a new Breaking Bad comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in this issue, we also have a murder. The The chef gets murdered, uh, which I really like the chef. Like, we didn't, haven't seen a whole lot. Li- it? Yeah, it's a chef. Oh, it's no, it's a, a photographer. It's a photographer, yeah. A photographer. That was working for her dad. Oh, well, was he? I missed well, that part. yeah, because um, he's actually working for the husband, but he's also doubling and working for her dad because he's not supposed to take pictures of the reception. That's right. But then the dad says, hey, take pictures of the reception so I can sell these on the black market. Yep, you're right. Um, which is maybe why he's the first one to go. I mean, he didn't have any lines or anything, so you know, you always can kind of tell, like, in a horror flick, like a, a slasher flick, who the yeah. first one to die is going to be and who the last one to die is going to be, right? Like, your main character is never the first one. Yeah, he didn't even have thoughts in the thought bubble, like, when we were going over what everybody was thinking at the yeah. beginning. right, right, right. So, uh, so you always know. And you know, like, guy is going to be the last one there, right? That's yeah. obvious. Um, well, well, she's not the last one there, because we saw how that ended. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, we'll get there when the last issue comes out. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe she is the last one and she's the one that killed whoever set it up. Yeah. And then she's just very injured. Yeah. Could be. 
That happens in scary movies too. Uh, anyway, so the photographer dies. The we find that the agent isn't really behind this whole thing. She still has her phone with her. Of course, she can't use it because there's no reception. And then we also find out that the dad uh, is still a piece of crap. And he even mentions <laughs> it when he's talking. He's like, look, when I went to jail, it just made me a worse dad and a better criminal. Yep. Uh, so I'm just here to get some pictures and make a bunch of money, and uh, and I'm gone. And the agent's like, uh, cool, you can do that. But, like, I don't want Gaia to ever talk to you again. And he's like, that's fine. I just want my check and go. Um, which I think says a lot about who these people are. And we haven't had that kind of interaction with some of the other characters, but I'm mm-hmm. sure once, uh, things really get going with this killer that's on the loose, uh, you're going to get to see that, right? Um, you see this a lot with monster flicks or like post-apocalyptic or zombie stuff, mm-hmm. uh, where you get to really see who people are when they have to deal with like really crazy life or death situations. Right. And that's kind of what we started to see with this one. So uh, that that was cool. I enjoyed that yeah. bit. There is one thing that I was kind of confused about, though, and see if you can help me out on this one. Mm-hmm. So when the photographer's in the red room and he's getting stabbed through the eye, mm-hmm. the next page is like a full thing, like a movie poster of Aaron and Gaia's Trail of Stars movie. Yep. If your music doesn't kill you, it will make you crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the agent in the, in the bathroom and blah, 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 right? Yep. So why was that movie poster put, like, right there? So maybe somebody in this movie is the person that becomes a serial killer. Well, because then there's only two people that we know of in this movie. Sure. Well, not in the movie, but... Well, I mean, surely, to yeah, this movie. surely there's more people than just, you know, Aaron and Gaia, right? Uh, but that's all that's on the movie poster. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was weird placement. And knowing Wando, it's not just randomly thrown in there. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious, like, what if you, if you noticed it also or thought about why it was there also i did notice it again my only impression is like okay maybe it's trying to put this killer into this movie somehow um because obviously like they this issue talks a lot about how cutthroat the entertainment business is right um and and it's a different business too right because it's not just like hollywood entertainment this is like online entertainment um and it talks about like how exponentially worse it is because yeah, you have to have all these followers, right? Right. And well, is this the movie that the girlfriend of the fighter brought up to where Aaron changes his name yes. after this one because it bombed? Yes. Okay, so right there you have three people attached to this movie poster then. Uh, yeah, she was not in the movie though. No, but she knew the movie. Yes. Well, I'm sure they I mean, all know the movie. This girl's uh, got 100 billion followers or whatever 750 million followers like everyone well, that's true know this movie. yeah that's true that's true uh and apparently it was good i mean it has a bunch of awards right uh, well i mean if, according to aaron that's why he changed his name for like a fresh start because it bombed oh this is the one that bombed well i'm assuming because this is his real name it says directed by aaron Donarski. that's right that's starring right. that's right. gaia and 
and then she knew this one because this was the one before they both became or blew up, you know? Right. And hmm. so then he changed his name from his last name from this to his new last name or whatever. Yep. For a fresh start. So that's the only reason I was thinking that those are the three people that's associated with this poster is the fighter's girlfriend and then Aaron and Gaia, obviously. Yep. Could be. Could be. Interesting stuff. It's like a, like a giant game of Clue. <laughs> yes. The rumble monster did it in the red room <laughs> with the screwdriver. Oh, I love rumble. That's a great book. Well, that's, that's when I see the, the killer, that's kind of like who he reminds me of. If you, uh, if you look at the cover for issue three, it looks like he's got a peg leg. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the, um, trail of blood that spells out hashtag. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wando's so good, man. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, all right. Anything else on this particular book? Nope. This is like right up my suspense, horror, mystery, suspense, thriller alley. You just jumbled up a bunch of words. Yep. That's what I do. Mm. I hear you. Yeah. I, I love this one. It's, uh, it's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, let's rate it up. Uh, it's a five out of five for me, for sure. I will agree. I will also go with a five out of five. Uh, next week is a light week because uh, apparently it's New York Comic Con. Who knew? Yep. I mean, a bunch knew? of people knew. Thousands, tens of thousands probably. Uh, mm-hmm. But I didn't pay attention. So uh, next week we only have one book and it'll be Dark Ark After the Flood number one. Uh, so that's exciting. And we also have trades coming out. Last Space Race and Stronghold. Yep. And then I think the week after that is uh, the second hardcover. Yes, Marguerite's. Uh, well, not uh, – j- yeah, Horde also, but it's also Animosity Year 2 hardcover. Oh, very good. Yeah. Ooh, I, I missed that. I got to order that. Yep. I oh. think that's the whatever uh, I should know, like the 15th. I should know that date, but I don't. Uh, let's see. It would be the 16th. Yep. Okay, I was close. Yep. Very good, Ronnie Barron. It is good to have you back on this show, sir. It is good to be back on the show. You can, of course, find Ronnie at Rumbar316. You can find Travis at The Great Magnet. I'm a geek. Find the show is at Aftershock Pod. Thanks for listening. And I am not obsolete. You are obsolete. <laughs> Go by Gossip News.